If there's one thing that we all know about me, it's that I'm constantly fixating on my health. We know, baby. We know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I'm always trying a new thing. I'm trying a new diet, a new workout, a new gadget. Just trying to find out what really works and what's fact versus fiction. Yeah, and I'm constantly researching, usually for Taryn to Mm -hmm. look up some new illness or ailment and try (laughs) to calm her down. But also, since being in my 30s, I'm really focused on getting my health in tip-top shape, realizing how I eat and how I move is going to affect me, not just right now, but 10, 20 years down the road. And with us wanting to have a baby this year, health is just more important than ever to us. So all of this research has finally led to something good. Let us introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. And you don't have to take our word for it. Avid podcast fan Stephanie left an Apple review that says, the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast is a life-changing, science-based, myth-busting podcast that's a must-listen for anyone who eats food and wants to understand how it affects their body. If you're ready to join millions of others like Stephanie transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Staying Up with Cammie and Taryn. I'm Cammie. And I'm Taryn. And every night me and my wife get to have a sleepover, but every week we invite you to join us. So thanks for staying up yet again. And this week we're sleeping over in Pittsburgh. Yes, we are. We actually slept on this couch a couple nights ago. Yeah, it was actually so cozy. Um, If you're not watching, we are sitting in Cam's parents' living room, my in-laws' living room. Yeah, we are. Um, And uh, you know what? In-law is a stupid term, I'm just realizing. In-law. It's like, that's my father-in-law. Oh, that's where... the eyes of the law. Oh, my God. I've never once, until you started talking about this thought of where it came from I know. and then i f- i thought it and figured it out in like a beat i'm also hating that it's father-in-law like he's not me pastor father well what are they gonna call it your papa daddy-in-law <laughs> me daddy-in-law papa is normally like no i'm papa, papa. <laughs> <laughs> he can't be papa i papa it's different like we call you know my nieces call my dad papa yeah papa that's why i think I'm of that as papa. grandpa there's Papa, and then there's Honey, Papa. Honey, who are you Papa to? Don't this is a act, new... Don't no, our act like you're... When we are late into the night having a moment <laughs> that you're not Papaing me. What the <laughs> fuck was <laughs> that? Imagine. Ew. No, we have friends like that always... say ew when we're talking I'm about sorry, sexy but things. I, I'm going to say ooh <laughs> if you're saying that I'm calling you Papa during sexy time. I'm going to say ooh. I love you, and I want to respect... If something upset you, but I'm going to say, ooh, if you're you... not respecting my Papa-ness. desire to be called Papa. Well, you're, um, it's not going to happen. If that was honestly my desire, you wouldn't do it. No. Papa? <laughs> 
No, that would ruin my experience. I'm not calling you Papa. Especially when that's what our future kids will call no, no, your no. father. I, that I understand. This bitch is gross, y'all. That, that I do get. Um, anywho. Hi, honey. Hi, baby. We are having a nice old time in Pittsburgh. Yeah, we're kind of pretending it's Christmas all over again. My parents, on the other side of the camera, you can't see. I wanted to sit in front They're of it. They're standing there watching. <laughs> They're like, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> um, but is the Christmas tree. They left up all of their Christmas decorations for us so yes, that we could is. really embrace the holiday season since we were celebrating late with them and when we got here there was like five inches of snow it really did feel like christmas it was you super okay dreamy yeah i am finding myself She's a little phlegmy i'm a little phlegmy bitch i've been phlegmy for i'm a phlegmy papa <laughs> i've been phlegmy for a month or so i would say yeah it's been oh, a wait, long time i didn't finish my train of thought earlier that you all of a sudden started calling yourself papa because we have friends who are always like mommy this mommy this they're like mommy needs to take care of herself yeah and you didn't resonate with calling yourself mommy so you went with papa if we need to even go further back it's because there was that tiktok that i love sorry for scaring your papa. sorry for scaring you papa. oh you're right and yeah. he had a shirt that said world's greatest papa yeah but you and didn't then embrace this, it and then this then. guy is going up to him he's like sorry for scaring you papa and i just loved how he said it and i thought it was so cozy and warm i don't resonate with being a papa but i resonate with that feeling you definitely aren't the type to be like mommy need blah 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 mommy needs that well, I don't maybe. So. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I guess that felt depends. a little too natural. When would I say Papa? Your I'd skin be like, is so glowy. I'd be like, Papa needs coffee. I wouldn't say that either. Like, no. But but it's for the bit. You it's understand for the bit. that? I'm resonating for the bit. A hundred percent. I don't actually feel like Papa. I, I'm well aware. Daddy? <gasps> Daddy is different. Don't you dare. <laughs> just joking. I don't, don't want that. Don't you dare. I think I'm just me. You know, I'm just Taryn Candace Arnold Scott. <laughs> Uh, you don't have that middle name anymore. You gotta drop that. You're just Taryn Arnold Scott. It's such a stripper middle name that I had. Candace? Mm-hmm. I'm like, why were my parents doing that to me? Because their why favorite was stripper was Candace. <laughs> Maybe that was my real mama. Oh my god. And she called your mom and dad Papa and Mommy. Papa. Um, Anywho. <laughs> anyway. Welcome to Staying Up. Thanks for being here with us. Um... You know, I would like to say before we get started that I'm having a blast lately on this pod with how oh, consistent yeah. we have been. Yeah, sorry we're a couple days late. Pittsburgh, we got we to gotta visit with fam. That takes precedent. But I just feel like the interactions with us and the peepees is, is solid. I'm it's feeling, a vibe. I'm just feeling like when we sit down to, to pod or when I think about podding, yeah. now I'm like stoked to do it i've always been stoked but now it's easy so easy i'm never like oh my god what are we what are we doing what are we talking about what do we say i'm like it's just fun silly goofy time we're just fun silly goofy girls and i think since i've been listening to giggly squad so much i've been silly they make me giggle they're so silly That silly. They make me giggle. Well, because it's, I get the name. Yeah, and they call their fans gigglers. But I think since I've been listening to it so much and realizing how little structure they have, it's just opened me up to a whole new world of fun. You like haven't been upset or like felt felt like, oh, we have no structure today. It's like, good. I don't want it. That said, we both brought topics to speak about. Well, we always have some thoughts. We're not doing nothing over here. How are you? By the way, I feel like I didn't bring that topic, but I am curious. That's okay. I'm partner. I'm great. I'm loving Pittsburgh. 
It is so hot today. When we got here, it was four degrees. Today, it's like 55 degrees. Pittsburgh is so crazy. crazy It's hot compared to four degrees is what I mean. Like it's, I went to take my mom to work this morning so we could have the car and I was so warm in my coat. It's 55 degrees out. That is so warm for January in Pittsburgh. It's just hard to hear that when there's snow on the ground out there. Barely. It's all melted and gross now. Um, But yeah, I'm loving being here. We've been playing a lot of games with my parents, which is fun. Um, my mom stresses me out playing games with her. She plays like like a five year old who cheats and is like throwing a temper tantrum if it's not going her way. And Last like, night was tough for the group. <laughs> I don't know. Like, as if, I never thought she was a cheater. I know she hates to lose, but I didn't. I always thought she was playing morally. And I literally, we were playing a game called Racco, and you like place your cards and you're trying to get them in order. And I saw her place her cards. Well, wait, wait, wait. Pause. Before you get to the cheating, I think you need to know where we were mentally before the cheating happened. She hadn't won a game yet. She she was getting very frustrated. And she's a very... um, Competitive? She's super competitive, but very audible game player where she is... She's not an audible person in general. She's constantly sighing or being like, oh, damn it. I should have had that card or whatever. (laughs) You know she's upset. Oh yeah, like, without a shadow of a doubt, you can she's only been upset for an hour. Like many games, you can only take the card of the person who discarded right before you, and then by the time it gets you, you that card's buried. It's frustrating. Normal game. That's how it works. If if you could just go pick any card, the game would be very boring. But every time somebody would discard a card, which was like magically the one she needed, all of a sudden she'd be like, "Oh shit!" And she got like, me this game for Christmas, and, and I, it's a very fun game. But I almost I didn't say it, and I'm really glad I didn't. What? She kept smashing the cards on the table. And I, every You're part like, you're of ruining me, the cards. I was like a game person that loves my oh. games to be in good condition. Yes. I was like, Sam. Stop messing up my cards. Do that. But I didn't say it. You're like, I like my cards. I almost very... texted you to say it. I saw you fixing the card the one time, but I didn't realize. Yeah. I don't think I knew that that was a thing. That... Remember the loud smacks every time that it was her turn? Yes, I do. It was that. Mom, I hope you're listening. <laughs> Anyway, do better. <laughs> so this is where we were in this game when this incident occurred. Yeah, she's very frustrated. We had played for we put this was the third time we're now playing. She still had not won a game yet. Yeah. She was very frustrated and she just was like, I normally figure stuff out quickly. I'm not figuring it out. But she I think she was figuring it out. It's just you are not dealt the cards you need. That's the whole game. It's life. And I literally going like that's life. Mom. I was like, Mom, that's the point. <laughs> literally that's the game. She was giving the sermon on the mount getting I her was ready. like, girly. I felt like I was playing with like our little niece where I'm I got that. I'm like kinda wanna be lenient and let them cheat a little, but then you don't want them to think they just get stuff handed to them. And I'm like, this is my mother. She need she can grow up here. But I watched her take a card. She was laying them <laughs> I out. I didn't see it to be fair. She placed them she picked a card up took because i think she had them they were like just out of order next yeah. to each other and she just swapped them and she didn't deny i i knew i had caught her yeah i i knew what i saw but i also was like maybe maybe <laughs> there's an explanation but she did not try to defend no really she just kind of was like no she said she messed up yeah and i was like it was literally a little kid being like, no, I just put it in the wrong spot. And it was like, what? So, yeah. and I don't like cheaters. I love games. And I also get frustrated when I'm not winning. But I just want to do better. Cheating, I do not accept in games. It 
it ruins the spirit of the games. I'm a stickler I mean, for roles. Yeah. I'm not into the cheating. And it makes me never trust you again. Yeah. Now that I know she cheats, anytime she wins she at a did. game. She did. You're saying now you know that she cheated, you think she cheats. Yes. Yeah. I'm, you ru- you ruin my trust. I get that. A hundred percent. I get that. I'm like, once a cheater, always a cheater. And, and that's in, on trauma right I, there. <laughs> And that's on trauma. <laughs> but for real, I'm like, and then she won two times in a row. And I was like, okay, sure. And it just tainted it Whoa. for me. It immediately tainted it for me. I did not put that together that she went on to win two times in a row. Yes. And and I like, yeah. it, anytime anyone else won, I'm like, I'm we were so excited for everyone. She won and I was like, okay. I was a bitch about it. I realized, I don't know what this is that why we do this or why most people do this. It's like, if you didn't win, you immediately need to tell everyone how close you were to winning. Oh my God. We're like, one away. Everyone's like, oh, I was just one away. I've been one away for six rounds. Oh, I was right there. It's like, it doesn't make you smarter or better. It's like, okay, but you didn't. Yeah. Some strategy, but yeah, there's a lot of strategy in that one. Anyway. Why did we start talking about that? Oh, you asked me how I was and I just... How I am is I'm mad at my mother because she cheated at a kid's card game. Yeah. Well, I don't like it. I'm really, yeah. that's a pet peeve of mine. Don't cheat at a game. Well, you took her to work this morning. She did give me a scalp massage of a lifetime oh, yesterday. We had the cutest little day. Yesterday, we went to this little town. If you're from the area, you'll know it. If you're not, you'll n- never know it. It's called a Ligonier. Literally a lot of- sounds made up. We went to old Ligonier town. Yeah. It's a bunch of Hallmark movies are apparently filmed there, which I get because it's just one street. Yeah, it's cute. Cute shops. They had a bunch of ice sculptures in front of every shop. They must have like done a little contest thing. Yeah. It was just precious. It was cute. Went to my mom's salon. She like fixed up my bangs. So they're looking extra bangy. I, ooh, they're banging. They're banging. I got a, yeah, like this big like hour long scalp treatment or yeah. whatever and i just thought how sweet is this that she likes doing this she was so happy yeah i saw her she lit up she was like explaining it to you she loves like telling people what's happening not just doing it explaining why loves it and she's so proud of it and she was just so happy and i was like this is adorable yeah it was really sweet yeah cool well almost made up for the cheating but i'll never forget mom <laughs> that was before the cheating so it was before the cheating scandal <laughs> Um, I'm loving Pittsburgh. It's fun. It's cute. You're thriving in the cold. The first night we got here, like I said, it was like four degrees outside. It was late. It was actively snowing. Taryn goes outside on her deck and is just like standing in the snow, no coat, happy as a clam. She's like, come out here with me. And I was like, I need to bundle up. I need gloves, scarf, hat, coat, everything if I'm coming out there. You know what I loved? What? We got to cuddle on on the plane on the way here. You don't remember. What? What the fuck? We always cuddle and play. What do you mean? We had a whole row, so we were really cuddling. No, we didn't really, but we didn't like use that seat at all. Yeah, when we were watching. I am so sad. What? That we seat put, was just there. We, we didn't like put lay that thing up. You laid on me and we put the iPad in front of us and we watched a movie like this, like very cuddled. I feel like we would have done that if someone was next to us too. No, we had way more room. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, I wrote that down the second we... I wrote that down while we were doing it. I just... I loved it, but I feel like we always could do that. We are always so snuggly on the plane. It was really... It was special. Aw. 
<clears throat> I feel like sometimes I get worried that you don't want to be touchy with me when we're next to other people sometimes. Like, I feel like I don't, it's in my head for sure, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, I think she maybe feels uncomfortable. So she's less cuddly. So then when there was no one there, I felt like it was like ultra cuddly. Oh, cute. And we like got to like melt into each other. And I yeah. thought that was really Yeah, cute. there was one moment where you like put your arm around me and pulled me in that I was like, oh, this is so nice. I love putting my arm around you. I love when you put your arm around me. It's very, um, I feel like we're walking down the hallway in high school. Yeah, this is my girl. She's got yeah. my letterman jacket. My on. girl. That 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 might ruin it. My girl <laughs> sucking back. Oh, you know what else? <gasps> what? I had a pretty Flemmy. good flight. Yeah, I'm Fleming. <laughs> I had a pretty good flight. They yeah. were pretty easy. Super easy. Easy breezy flights. You crushed it. Nothing bad was happening. Nothing to write home about. When we landed, I put my hand on your leg. And I do this every time we land. I don't know if you've realized that. I know. Do you know why I do that? Steady yourself? I don't know. I don't know if this is true or not, but I have a memory that you told me when we were first dating, like early on dating and on an early flight, yeah. that you said sometimes landing freaks you out. Yeah. Okay, I'm right. Yeah. <clears throat> Every time we go to land, I put my hand on your leg Honey, because that's in my head, I'm like, Sh- I think she's scared of this, but I don't want to remind uh, her and ask her. I'm not her. scared. It's just we we were talking about how you were afraid of flying, and I said I'm so not afraid of flying, which I actually feel like, Every day that goes by, I get more and more scared of flying, which well, is odd. planes are on fire when you look up. Yeah. And just getting older Doors and like having so much to lose. I'm like, I can't, I can't die. We have to go take care of the dogs. Yeah, like, yeah. um, I just was not scared to die as a young lad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Landing was always the time. Like, I didn't think anything was going to happen. I just didn't like the way it felt. Like taking yeah. off feels fun. I'm like, roller coaster, are weak. But landing, I'm like flying forward like getting tossed around it's just not a fun thing it's not comfy yeah but i just thought but I, that is I so had, cute give me your this, hand that's adorable i had this moment where i put my hand on your leg yeah and you didn't react at all which is not anything i'm who cares <laughs> you didn't like do anything but you also didn't like sit up for landing like you did and then we landed and you didn't like jostle around you didn't do anything so i was like am i making this up is she not actually scared of landing and furthermore, does she think I'm very afraid of landing and that every time I'm doing that to calm her down, does she think that I'm doing it for me? Yeah, I do think that. Like, you'll grab me a lot during a flight. Like, yeah. And I and normally there are moments where I'm like, okay, she needs a little attention and love and yeah. like she's feeling a little I anxious. A yeah, or just being like, hey, I'm anxious. Um, so, yeah, I always assume you're grabbing me because you're nervous. Isn't that funny? That's really sweet. Because I'm not scared of landing at all. Wow. I love that. The same way yeah, you're that like, I'm get not, me the fuck down. The same way I'm not scared of turbulence when there's like five minutes left on the plane. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care if we're bopping, flying around, jumping up and down. <laughs> I don't care at all. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have a morbid thought that I just want to share and get it. Ooh. I've been, so I had this thought early on in our trip to Pittsburgh and then I've just been literally playing it. This It, it hasn't even developed. It's just like a sentence and it's been playing in my head. And I <laughs> Feet peepees are real cold. excited. Oh, my yeah. tootsies are so cold. No, but camera. please, my feet are just so cold. Just put it down here and okay. I'll hold it. Can I just put it like under your bum? Yeah. Um, I keep having this thought and I have to get it out. And I was like, I'm not going to tell her now. We can talk about it on the pod. But then I I have this thing where if I don't get a thought out, I think I've told you and maybe talked about this on just the pod. Keeps going. I know I've told you. Um, But yeah, I just like will replay it again and again. Like a, get it out. Like an annoying song. Anyways. So my 
dad's siblings don't live in Pittsburgh. They don't live close by. So he talks to them on birthdays or holidays occasionally. They don't see each other often. If they see each other once a year, that's like good. Like they came to our wedding and got to hang out and I was excited for them to all be there together. Yeah. But I've always thought growing up how weird it is that I'm like, that's your sibling and he loves them. He has step siblings and other people, but his like two main siblings, super close with them. Yeah. Very close growing up. Yeah. So I always thought growing up how weird that was that I was like, how do you grow up and you're just not close to your siblings? Sure. Technology they didn't grow up with. And then I had the thought, so we did Christmas with my parents and then my brother and his wife came over later in the day, hung out, and then we saw them yesterday. I only see my brother and his wife when we come to visit. We come and we're like, we're visiting my parents. Yeah. And then they come to my parents' house. Like twice. Yeah. And then we'll go drive up to their house. But our base is my parents. We spend most of the time with my parents and then we see them a couple times. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had the most morbid thought that when my parents are gone, how will I have that connection to my brother? I'm like, wait a minute. It's like when you're friends with somebody, you're only Mm. friends with someone because you have a mutual friend. And then that mutual friend moves away and then you stop being friends with the people because you're like, well, we're not really friends. We were just friends because of this person. No bad blood. But that is a little spooky. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm going to have to be. And my brother and I will randomly text. We'll send each other TikToks or whatever. Yeah. We'll call each other. But it's very similar to the way my dad talks to his siblings. Plus, my brother and I are more online. Mm-hmm. So we will send each other stuff. But yeah, you have more touches. But, but our but relationship lighter. is so similar to my dad with his siblings. And I was like, holy yeah. shit. I'm never going to see my brother. Because we're going to have kids. It's going to be really hard to like uproot them and bring them home for holidays or whatever. Yeah. So how, and my, my brother and his wife don't, they haven't even been to our home. They haven't met our dogs because yeah. it's hard for them to come out. Because they have a dog. Because they have a dog. It's just more complicated. Mm. And I was like, holy crap, how am I going to see them mm. when we don't have our anchor here? Or even like if my parents move from here, well, I guess we would all go to we their place. And we would just try to all go at the same time. Yeah. But it was a spooky thought. That I is had. a spooky thought. It made me feel old. It made me feel scared. And it made me realize I have to be so beyond proactive to maintain that relationship. I think home base is, the, is that's a, that's a real thing. Like I have that with my siblings too, but I think that should make us want to be like, like we should go visit my brother and my, they're not married yet. I don't, She's basically your whatever. sister-in-law. My brother and sister-in-law in San Francisco, yeah. like Oakland area. We should go visit Brett and Jana even when my parents aren't in town. Like, Yeah, I want more sibling time. <clears throat> that, And it's it, not to say without our parents because I love our parents yeah. and I love the whole family. But not dependent not on. O- yeah, not only when your parents. Your parents are out of town all the time. So it's like yeah. we should go down and see brett and his family we should go up to see jason like yeah we should come visit lee and amy yeah it's just weird to me it also is just weird because then your parents are like you're gonna hang out without us like my mom is like that sometimes if i but go do something with brett and Jana when it's in their city too they're like but i think obviously we would never see my brother without my parents because my parents are gonna be here that would be weird but your parents when they're out of town 
we can say, hey, guys, let's do a dinner. Yeah, when come, they're out of come, town. Come yeah. up and see us. Like, and they're out of town so much. That it yeah. Is, I'm sorry yeah. you've had that thought, but. It was really weird. It's honestly a nice I'm glad I'm having realizing it now. Yes. Yes. And like, they're probably not going to have kids. Yeah. And I feel like kids anchor you because we'll be like, we want our kids to be friends and know their cousins. Yeah. But if they don't have that, it was just, it freaked me out. Sorry for that. going on that long tangent, but no, not a bad tangent. Like, not, not, well, I mean, not long. I was in the shower washing my hair. Like, <laughs> I need got to, wiggly. I need to do something. <laughs> I was like about to cry. I was like, uh oh. I'm gonna switch it up. Please, please do. Did you hear about the Taylor Swift AI stuff? No. I think it all happened this morning while you were asleep. What? Some freaks, some freaky fucking freaker freakertons. Wow. On um, Twitter slash X. Of this course. Sounds like X behavior actually. Yeah started releasing like some guy looked up like taylor swift ai made like porn pornographic images of course they did and put them all on twitter and they like went viral and now everyone is like getting them taken down and whatever but they're so gross deep fake like are videos or images i think there was a video i never saw any of the videos but i did see a couple of the images and just they're by just looking up it's just ai AI. and deep fake and it's so gross it's like pictures uh it, like based in like kansas city Chiefs stadiums like during oh games. it's full ai it's not they're not real because a oh, lot of times people will take like porn stars no 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 adult no, no, film no, no. no. these are and ai put, generated images and they look really real though. they look real Ugh. of taylor swift like bent over naked and like in covered in like chiefs gear and then there's all these chiefs fans surrounding her and like touching her butt like it's what the so it's wrong with people it's so gross we were just talking about like deep fakes and ai with my parents how scary it is like they can make it people say anything they can make videos of anything yeah there's that one going around of biden telling people not to vote oh they're like he's like save your vote for the primaries when it matters and it's like wait you don't like it's not this or that mm um spooky but it's yeah it's like it's just so creepy that people can do whatever the taylor swift ai ones are so gross because it's like some man was like yeah give me like pornographic images of taylor swift at the at like arrowhead it shouldn't let you do that chief stadium and it's like you should never be able to create that on ai all of them should be like real people it's so gross and like it's like she literally has like kansas city chiefs like paint all over her and it says like f me and stuff and i'm just like don't go google this stuff you guys please don't it's, it's like, so let violating it, it i get that it's not actually her <laughs> yeah but seeing that and looking at it it feels really real like if you saw that of yourself oh. you'd be like oh my god and knowing that some like wackadoodle is oh. wackadoodling off oh stop to these stop. pictures that are not real in a scenario that's not real i'm like you're a freaky freak i hope they find him and sue the fuck out of him yeah she should anyway that has to i think it, that soon will become if it's not all right i don't think it's a crime yet technically yeah i don't think so because but just how revenge porn yeah is now illegal yeah. i really hope doing this becomes completely illegal yeah I because think. it's just so inappropriate. Why are you laughing? What do you have next to say? <laughs> I just the, the other things I have on this list are kooky. What do you have? Um, so I don't know why, but I wrote down this is my fight song, <laughs> and then it got me too. I just want to say this to everyone listening: Ariana Grande did not disappear Ugh. to come back with that song. 
<sighs> I'm so upset. It's wrong. It's the cheesiest shit I've ever heard. It sounds like a bop, but I'd like to. I shouldn't play it because it will get demonetized. Right? Yeah, don't play it. But well, let me just. They, we, they all know it. Let me. No, you don't know it this way. Let me read to you. The lyrics. Yeah. I'm so sick of <laughs> I have it. incredible artists leaving for a while and coming back and letting us down. Frank Ocean. Yeah. How dare he? Yeah. It's like I would it's respect even- you more if you said, you know what? Sorry, guys. Pull a Rihanna. Don't give us anything. Give us makeup Give clothes. us nothing, baby. But then I, I, she leaves me wanting more and then she's never disappointed. And maybe that's her thing. She's like, I don't want to come back. She would never let us down, though. My thing is just like, don't be corny. That's all. You can come back with a song that isn't a vibe because obviously you don't know what's going to hit, what's not. But don't come back and say, and I quote, oh, no. just turn on your light and be like, yes, and say that shit with your chest and be your own fucking best friend. Say that shit with your chest. Say that shit with your chest is like a song for the Trolls movie. <laughs> it did say that shit. It did sound like chest. it was from like a movie. Yeah. I, I'm i just, some of her songs are some of my favorite songs ever. Same. And like. And they're so clever. They're so clever. This? I love clever pop where you're like, genius. That was silly. It's like kind of camp. It's cute. Like and she's always thri- thrived at that. Dua thrives at that. And you can you can teeter that line. I don't mind a little corny, but what? Ugh. Say that shit with your chest cringes me out like nothing I've ever heard before. Yeah. If I, babe, <laughs> imagine you're going through something and I'm like, yeah, baby. Just come on, you're better than that. Say that with your chest. Come on, say it. Um, That's what it gives. It it's gives giving past love, Simon. It- Oh. When, like, the dorky boy is telling him to, like, the girl to, like, stand on the yeah. chair. Yeah. I can't stand it. To me, it gives, um, like, young pastor vibes where they're like, Yes. Cursing and when for you're cool. feeling, yeah, pardon my language, but fuck the trolls. And when you're on TikTok and you see people not leading through the Lord, I want you to say that shit with yes. your chest. Yes. Yes. And. <laughs> Like a what? My tongue is sacred. I speak upon what I like. Protected, sexy, discerning with my time. I'm like, why are you giving <sighs> us a sermon on the mouth? And you know what? I, the the idea of the song, I'm so down with. Everyone's talking shit on her. She's like accused of all this stuff. Yeah. But I like that she's not afraid to write in her songs like kind of literally what's going on. Yes. I wanted her to do something like that and be like. Same. I see that you're calling my man Spongebob. Even yes and is funny. Yes and, yeah. Like, that's great. Yeah. It's giving thank you next. I took someone's man. Yes and. Yeah. Like, own, own it. Would have been so funny. You don't need her to spell it out and then make it corny, this is my fight song energy. I think that's why I wrote that. This is my fight song. (laughs) Say it with your chest song. (laughs) That's, that's, I think that's why I wrote that. Yeah. It gives that. Yeah, and we were singing that the other day. So you were probably like, oh my God, it's the same song. I do want to tell you what? This is my fight song. <laughs> I'm ready to take back my life. I love that. When, sometimes when you dab me up, when you go and then you just shake my hand. We're like, and then you hold on and shake it. That's what the boys do. It's like, it's like, no, it's like yes. And then you no, no, no. Sometimes a dab is too fast. Sometimes you want to be like, I know. you're connecting. 
It's giving yes and. Okay, literally, that was so <laughs> fucking rude. Kidding, kidding, kidding. The weather's finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to summer dresses and skirts. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, without spending a fortune, of course. Luckily, I found Kint's, and I've been loving the cotton cashmere rib sleeveless midi dress and the 100% washable silk skirt for a while now. I get endless compliments on it, and it's been really easy to dress up and dress down. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. And the best part of all is Kint's items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. As well as this, Kint's only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know I love and care about. Get warm weather ready with Kint's. Go to kints.com slash staying up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash staying up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash staying up. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi. Hey. And, and hello. hello. I'm Ryan Christina. And I'm Paloma. Along with our co-host, Sierra Schulte, who was on maternity leave, we are 20 Whatever, a podcast about navigating your 20s with friends through different phases of life. Join us every Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. PST, for comfy chats on the couch where we hope you leave feeling seen, heard, and held. You can watch on YouTube or listen wherever you get podcasts. Make sure to tune in on Wednesdays for all new 20 Whatever episodes. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Um, I want to talk about Gen Z again. We're back. It gets people riled up. So I don't know if y'all saw, but our shit popped off because we said it with our chest. Um, We... (laughs) A couple of podcasts ago, we're talking about how I saw on TikTok, Gen Z allegedly is aging more rapidly. Allegedly. And some people were very upset. Some people loved it. But then this TikToker, Jordan the Stallion, duetted it. Sorry, I saw that? a creature out the window. What is it? I don't know. It's gone. Oh. Probably I think I saw a creature out the window. Yikes. Um, Jordan the Stallion duetted it and then reposted that to Instagram and then like... The Shade Room picked it up. I forget what the other one's called. St. Hoax. St. Hoax picked it up. His video, our our video had like 3 million views. His has like 22 million views. Yeah. It's crazy. Boy popped off. But it's, he is, I think, 25. And he looks. And people think he's in his like 40s or 50s. And that really proved the point. I, however, do want to say, because there were people, a lot of people like Gen Z or even some millennials who were like, so irritated by it and like millennials are just too obsessed with not aging that's not the point i also don't mean that 
a lot of Gen Z people show signs of aging. I'm not talking about wrinkles and stuff. I like the first girl that this TikTok all started about is gorgeous, does not by any means look old. Also, in your 30s is not old. No. But we're young. We're it's new. it's this like perceived age. And I I really think it has to do with the internet. Like yeah. the whole thing going on about 12 year olds in Sephora, my little cousin, all her and all her friends want are is like drunk elephant products. They spend hundreds of dollars on their skincare routine. They're watching tutorials, doing yeah. their makeup and their hair Stamos. where when we were 12, we looked like trolls as you're meant to. That. We would have been saying that shit with your chest. I would have loved it. <laughs> I would have loved yeah. that song back then. I was like flat ironing my hair. My best friend, Megan from high school sent me, there's that girl on TikTok who's always doing the early 2000s videos where it's like your skin's like way too orange. You put concealer on your lips. You have the little like I never bump. put concealer on my lips. That's a I did. move. So yeah. What, what are we here to talk about Gen Z about? Oh, my new stuff is I <clears throat> just saw... Uh, let me find my article that the Gay Times posted. Gen Z Americans are more likely to be LGBTQ plus than Republican. And I just found these stats. Gen really? Z Americans. Their percentage that they're likely yeah. to be. L- okay, so let me. A new study has revealed that 21% of Gen Z Americans identify as Republican, whereas 28% of Gen Z Americans identify as part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I think there it's there's two sides to that. I think a lot a lot of Gen Z is, as this article goes on to say, is more liberal. But also a lot of Gen Z isn't identifying with a political party because we've all realized mm-hmm. like it's all kind of shit. Yeah. And then you have so many people feeling comfortable in being who they are. And because that alphabet gets longer and longer that it's yeah. like, there's not just like gay or straight. Exactly what I was going to say. The like, yeah. the gray area is very big now for people. Yeah. And like queer can kind of take that on. So a lot of people are like, I'm queer. Yeah, I don't I'm feel something. completely straight, which yeah. is so nice because I think our age when we were coming out or understanding our sexuality it was like if you didn't feel fully this then you couldn't be it at all right like even just even feeling femme I was like okay I must not be gay I don't look like Ellen DeGeneres yeah I must not be gay which is crazy that like how I present has nothing to do with my sexuality yeah but even not seeing that I was like I don't want to have short hair I want to wear makeup I want to wear feminine clothing I want to be feminine I felt I couldn't be queer which is crazy that is crazy and now it's so nice that it's like you don't you can be on the spectrum you don't have to like be so solidified one way or the other and that's why i think that percentage is so high wow but i also found it was interesting that gen z women are more likely to be liberal than gen z men um the adult gen z women are 38 percent likely to be liberal and 17 percent of the men are but if you go to the teens 27% 27% women are liberal and 21%. So that gap kind of closes up a little bit. But yeah, I just thought all of these were very interesting statistics that I hadn't heard yet. The folks are getting gayer. The lights are getting more rainbow. I, j- <laughs> I just feel like we are... What just happened here? It like flipped to... Oh, I, I just feel like we are embracing gray areas more which is really healthy and i think politically is going to be really beneficial when 
Gen Z is the adults of the world. Yeah. Um, I wonder because, if the trend will continue. Like, what is Gen Alpha going to be super gay? I don't. I think we will hit a point where Clear. it's just not growing. Not really growing. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if I have the stats saved, but it was saying the percentages of like baby boomers and everyone who were also queer. And it, it gets, I remember the number baby boomers and the silent generation are only 4%. And then I think millennials are like 10 or 12. I think it was like 14. I didn't, I don't have the numbers saved on here. It was on but, my phone, but, but yeah, I think it is, but yeah. And it's like, you get to, I think one, it was just people not speaking up. Yeah. Two, it was people not even realizing because society makes it feel like that's just not even a possibility. And then three, it was kind of our generation of being, oh, you have to be completely this or completely that. Yeah. I mean, even being bisexual, I feel like a lot of millennials can be really closed-minded about and really weird about. Yeah, it's just like more phase than it is part of your identity. Or it's it's like a part of me, but not, I wouldn't write it down as a part of me i wouldn't say that i'm queer but like i know i am a little yeah i feel, I feel like that's yeah a lot of people a are lot like of scared to vibes. say it with their chest some might say <laughs> <laughs> interesting stats thank you yeah Stephanie. i just found that so interesting this morning when i was reading that you know what else i found interesting what um it's so crazy when your dogs experience something new and you're not with them <gasps> frank oh. we have a perfect dog watcher that we love. She stays at our house. Oh our dogs God. love her. She's the only person that we trust with our chest. And <laughs> she perfection. posts videos and stuff of the dogs when we're gone. And she gives us all these updates. And we got, saw this video of Franklin. Franklin J. Franklin J. Arnold Scott <laughs> is laying on his side on the couch. Listening to music. Sounds like he put it on. (laughs) But like there's like some like strings classical thing in the background. And he's going. Like lay down like he's sleeping though. And his eyes are open. Sorry. I'm going to have my eyes closed. Yeah. His eyes are open. He, But he's saying that shit with his chest. His little lips moving. And it's so sweet. And we ask her. Oh my God. He never really is doing this. He only is making these noises when he's hungry or yeah, he's wants a very to go on vocal a walk. dog, but he's never singing to music. Never on his side. No. He's never laying there crying. It's so cute. And she said that he loves the strings. And every time that the strings are on, your laptop's going to die. Every time that the strings cool. are on, he cries and loves it and yeah. sings. Oh, it's happy cries. <laughs> sings. And now I'm like, I can't wait to get home and throw some oboe. I know, I want to test it. So I'm just loving that Frank is experiencing new life without us. Unlocked a new behavior. And I feel like something else happened with Riggy. Oh, I didn't know she could turn. That was a new thing for me. I know you said that you There's knew that. no way you didn't know that. You got me. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm just so shocked by that. I've never said turn and she spins. She's so cute. Have you done that? Yeah. Anyway, and then our dog sitter showed us that and i just thought yeah you guys are growing up without me that must feel how parents feel when like their kids are being babysat by their grandparents and then they come back and they're like yeah they walked or like oh my god that they ate a cheerio oh my god and you're like shit i missed it oh that's how i feel about frank listening to strings just vibing out i know and i feel bad that we've deprived him of it for so long same but i'm like i feel like we play instrumental music during the day all the time we are never playing classical that's true we play a lot of piano 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he likes strings. He, he plays a lot strings. of jazz. And he he's a string boy. He's a strings boy. He's a um, noble boy. Speaking of the dogs and the dog sitter, I we were also talking about the other day how we leave and then the dog sitter comes in like just a little bit after us. And then sometimes her husband comes over and they take the dogs on a walk. But we're not home in those moments when the husband's coming over. So I wonder if the dogs think they're like sneaking their friends over. <laughs> like they don't know that we've orchestrated this, paid them, planned for this all to happen. Yeah. And it I like to think of it that way. It's really cute. But then I was thinking it sounds like a 90s rom-com where they're going to find out we paid them to come. And they're going to be like, <gasps> you're not really our friends. Oh, no. You're getting paid? They're like, wait, would you still come over if you weren't getting paid? I thought we had a thing going. Fuck. I know. It's like, she's all that. It's Exactly. Like, I went Im- immediately, she's all that. It's 10 things I hate about you. Yep. Yep. I ain't liking that. I have one more thing for you. Yeah, what's up? Before we get into our stories. I've, unless you have I do too. more things. To, I have two things. Oh, no. One, did you hear about all the cicadas? cicadas yes i love cicadas no what they're not what do they do you love them i do why because they only come every seven years or is it 13 years well do you know i don't know um you're in for something crazy but they always used to be like outside they shed their little things we would dig up their little shells i just always thought they were really cool well this spring two breeds of cicadas are hatching at the same time (gasps) there's gonna be so many this hasn't happened since 1803 (gasps) So long before any of us, um, there will be millions, billions, potentially trillions. That's too many in the Midwest and the Southeast. And they will be all over the fucking place. People said that the last time something even remotely like this happened where there were a ton. Whoa. Where there were a ton. You had to like snow shovel them out. Like you're like shoveling their dead bodies away. When I was little, we had something like this happen. I thought it was a two breed thing, but I guess not. It was some kind of weird thing where we had way too many. And I remember like the front yard just being covered in them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I'm really happy we're not going to be here for that. I might come back to watch it. They're too big. They're really cute and sweet, though. They're not like scary. They don't bite. They don't pinch. I heard about all that no and i know they're not scary it's just the thought of it's the weight of them i don't know if that makes sense that is a little gross to me yeah they're hefty boys you'd feel them Tot oh totally whereas like a fly it's like if there were a million flies but anytime we've had cicadas they've never been in the house like they like mind their business no but and you could hear them it's like a hummingbird it's like imagine outside that noise of a million yeah i think i might come back to see that though okay I'm I'm into cicadas. I will watch the dogs and play oboe for the boy. Okay, perfect. Um, have you heard about the Condé Nast walkout on Tuesday? No, it sounds Condé Nasty. Yeah, it was. So Vogue, all the things under Condé Nast, they walked out. Mm. But like a true strike situation? A true strike situation. So I think in twenty seventeen or something, they unionized. And they've I feel like I remember that. Yeah, they've been known for like bon appetites under that. They've been known for some not great working conditions. There's been like allegations of racism, sexism, like there's been some bad stuff. Cicadas in the office. And I guess they've been like laying people off and it's been in not a great way, which everyone's experiencing that. But there was a organized walkout. But at the time of the walkout, Anne Hathaway is on a shoot for Vogue. And she's in the middle of hair and makeup. And she, in solidarity, she gets a call from SAG-AFTRA. They tell her about the walkout. And she walks out. That's sick. 
okay, Andy, whatever her name was in Devil Wears Prada. Ooh, what was her name? That's going to bother me. I was going to say Andy Dorfman, but that's the girl from The Bachelor, isn't it? Yeah, and Andy Anderson is from. Yeah, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Google that. Andy. Andy. I'm going to Google that. That's it actually, is. I know it's Andy. It's Andy. I, I really want to say Andy. Dorfman, but that can't be right. Let me tell you right now. Um, but how funny that is the coolest. That Anne is there, and she's like Andrea I, Sachs. Andrea is the other girl in Devil Wears Prada. I'm looking at it right now. The other girl Andrea, is Emily. It's Andy. It's Andrea. I need you to continue to Google. <laughs> I'm here. Something's off. I don't know how to tell you. Something's this. wrong. I'm, no, that's I'm, upsetting. I'm seeing what I'm seeing. And I am now seeing uh, so many um, articles about this walkout. Wait. I'm upset by that name. I'm sorry. No. Devil wears... I can hear her saying, like, Andrea. Me too. Maybe people call her Andy in the office. I think that's, like, maybe her nickname. Why is it a cool girl's name, Andy? Wait. Fucking love Andy. Andrea? Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, there's no way. Um... But I'm like, did they plan that for her to it to be? Oh, during her shoot. Yeah, but I'm like, I, well, I was gonna say, how would they know that? But they all work there. I don't know. That's I a just, risky strategy. Well, I think they knew that that would get a lot of hype. She played a character who worked at Vogue. That yeah, and would stand up for them. I love her. Yeah, I've had my bouts with her. As we've, she just looks like she'd be annoying, but I do think she's probably amazing i, I think, know she is in my heart i think she has had the taylor swift effect where people go in and out of loving and loathing and it is all projections in the media and people like i think she herself is remarkable mm. and that it's like everything put on her to make people hate powerful women maybe that's a thoughtful way to look at it it's I think- like these these tall gazelles of women we just <laughs> want to tear down they're too tall i think for me it is just that it's really hard for me to disassociate people from their character character oh. and her character in devil wears product to me is so annoying totally that i'm just like you're annoying no one's worth it worse than her boyfriend in devil's wears product though he is the true villain he's a fucking worst yeah he was bad he did not want her to succeed he was trying he, to tear down he, her ambitions yeah he was he was a loser. Emily was a vibe in that movie. Emily Blunt, whose name is also oh. Emily in the movie. Also love her. God, that movie fucking rocks. We should watch it. Want to watch it today? Yeah. Okay. I have one last thing for you. What's up? What do you got for me, baby? Um, So this video was going off about showing all these dolphins jumping in the water and they look so happy. There's like a group of five of them. Yeah. And like jumping, swimming, vibing. Why am I scared about where this is going? Don't be. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm about be. to say some shit with my chest. But the person, whoever, who shared the video that I saw was like, imagine doing this with your boys. Like, how fun would this be? <laughs> and I didn't let myself think about this, but what do you think the closest version of that is for us where you're vibing you're jumping you're just like i think it i I think sports 
typically. I think it depends on the person, but I think about like your guy friends who all play hockey together. Yeah. They feel that. They're sliding, they're gliding, they're like, <laughs> yeah. it's like they're acting in unison. Hockey is so intuitive hockey's you, a great you know where each other is yeah it's the same thing of like birds flying in their little like formations together but what's it for us for you and me yes um i can feel that when we're cooking and we're really in a rhythm oh uh, yeah chef moment yeah yeah Her. and we're just like vibing i'm like oh my god we're both on it that's magic or when we play video games together yes and we're like anytime you're like that's my teammate but i'm challenging you because mm-hmm. These dolphins are not accomplishing anything as they do this. It's just what do you mean? Pure when they're just in the water jumping. They're just that's pure fun. Is it? Yeah, they're not like catching food up top. Mm-hmm. Playing in the waves. Okay. What's our version of playing in the waves? Maybe we should just literally go play in the waves. I'm a little nervous in the waves. Okay. <laughs> but I do appreciate that. Maybe doing this podcast? Yeah. I, I think any time that you're vibing and like feel like a t- like you feel like one and you're connected. I can see that happening for parents when they like mm. nail parenting or like getting Bedtime. getting the kids ready in the morning and they're like someone's making sandwiches, getting out the door and you're like we fucking nailed that. You know? Yeah. When we do Legos together? Yeah. And like I'm organizing, you're building. That's I have true. your little pieces ready for you to go. You're That's ready for one. the next part. I feel that it's like a, accomplishing something together that maybe isn't necessarily needed. It is just accomplishing it for fun. Maybe I feel it when we're like perfectly ordering at a restaurant, and we're bouncing off each other. We're gonna get this. And we're gonna we're also get, gonna get this. Yes, it's really it's really a game of coordination yeah flow flow yeah it's flow state yeah it's like our brains are just working together we are one big brain right now maybe sometimes during sex would be another version of that yeah oh totally where it's like you're just go you're yeah. just going you're moving at the same time and you're like whoa yeah we're we're connected right so now So the next time we're there think about those dolphins, think about those dolphins baby <laughs> say that shit with your house next time we're rolling around a bed and it's just flowing Think about the dolphins. Think about the dolphins. Um, would you like me to read a story or two? I would love that. Also, let me show you this picture of this dolphin. Just, or these two dolphins. That's a dolphin? They're, it's two dolphins flying up really high. Oh my God, it looked like a stingray. I was like, what? I'll show you the video. Before after. we get into the questions, I just, I don't want to talk about it because I'm peeved oh. about the Barbie snub. Oh yeah. The it's, Greta, like. It's wrong. I'm I'm upset for Marco. But I'm really pissed about Greta. For her not getting director, best director, Greta, we know you're the true winner. And they just probably didn't want to pick you guys because it wouldn't have been fun. We would have known who was going to win before even going into the awards. I think they were, they're jealous. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I don't want to go into it. Yeah, it's fine. I just needed to say it with my chest. (laughs) Thank God you said it with your chest. Um, I was going to say it with my toe, but I decided to say it with my chest. (laughs) You're a funny beach, aren't ya? You're a funny beach, aren't ya? It smells like farts it in smells here. Smells like farts in smells here. Smells like farts in here. You're doing good. Thank you. It's a Love Island quote that um, Mara from Ireland said. She was trying to say. She walked into a room and says it smells like farts in here, but she goes, "It smells like farts in here." It smells like farts in here. Yes, farts. Farts. Yes. <laughs> We've worked really hard on that. Yeah. If you can't tell, well, it was very natural to me. 
Okay. <laughs> You're a loser. <laughs> oh my god. I'll never say that shit with my chest again. Okay, I took a couple screen screenshots of things that Give we could talk about today. Give me those juicy, juicy, gossy stories. So our peepees sent in some good, good. How are the peepees doing? Peepees seem good. Here's G. Hi, G. G says, "Hi, I'm G." And I need real life <laughs> advice from my lesbian queens. We got you. Papa is here. <laughs> Daddy's here. <laughs> so a little backup story. I mean, a little backstory. <laughs> well, backup story. I was going to tell you this story, but I got a backup story. Let's get into it. Okay. A little backstory. I come from a very religious family and I grew up knowing I'm bi, but always told myself that I won't ever have to tell anyone because I'll never pursue women and I'll just end up with a man. We were well, just talking about this, G. At 22 years old, I had to freaking fall in love with a girl and finally come out to my family. Because I'm bi, they all thought it wouldn't last and that I'd end up with a man too. <laughs> Two. They eventually came around and are mostly great. Five years later, my girlfriend and I are now engaged. Aww. I never yes. really worked through my issues. So being so besides the internalized homophobia, I'm also having a bit of a rough time actually planning a wedding. Mm. Because I never planned on marrying a woman who also has been thinking about her dream wedding since high school, mm. I'm struggling to navigate our different dream weddings and how we want to compromise so that we're both getting what we want. Yeah. I always thought I'd be able to have a wedding exactly how I wanted because a man wouldn't care about it and enough to give his opinion. <laughs> but my girlfriend does care and has pretty different ideas of a perfect wedding. Yeah. For example, she wants a small wedding of just us and our immediate families, whereas I want all my second and third cousins and friends from work to come as well is there any advice you could give to help us plan our dream wedding together rather than just hers or mine thank you so much love ya love g well congrats on the engagement g i'm very excited for you we did deep dive a lot in giving advice on wedding planning in a previous podcast so i'll put that link in the show notes if you want additional advice on what we share today yeah what do you got for g g i'm thinking i hear you I'm thinking we experienced that very same thing. Totally. I'm thinking the short answer that I would give you is to try to come up with each of your three non-negotiables and well, they're going to be negotiable. So your three things you really, really want or really, three things really you don't currently want. think are non-negotiables. And then you guys are going to need to sit down seeing as the example you gave is like they're the same things on opposite ends mm -hmm. you guys are probably gonna need to sit down and just like have a fun conversation playing it all out yeah um so know what those things are where you're like i really don't want to budge but i guess i might have to budge and then everything else is negotiable and you can play around with yeah and then when you go to have the conversation of like let's try to come out with some form of compromise um just try to make that conversation as fun as possible like Mm -hmm. If you go in being like, we're like a debate team in high school vibes. Like we're like trying to make this a fun experience rather than like, I'm going to win. And if I don't win, I'm going to freak out. Um, then I think you might have a more fun time in that conversation. Mm -hmm. But the last point that I would make is that I think we think of compromise as like, it's always a middle ground. Like you always have to, if she wants a little wedding and you want a big wedding, then you guys are going to have like a m middle wedding, which actually is kind of not probably either of your guys's ideal vibe. Mm -hmm. 
so I would think about what compromise looks like where it's like, maybe you let her have a whole battle. Fine. We'll have a little wedding. Mm -hmm. That means I'm not going to compromise on this other thing that I want. Like I get the full hundred. Or maybe you have a small ceremony, but a big party. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love that. I think that worked for us to piggyback off that though. When you're writing that list of your quote unquote non-negotiables, I would sit with yourself and wonder why you have those thoughts and how you got to that. Um, the big small wedding thing, Taryn and I, same issue as you guys. I wanted smaller wedding. Taryn wanted bigger wedding. And I think whenever it's wedding stuff, it's almost like whenever you have a kid and you have this preconceived idea of what that kid's going to be like, even though you're a good person and you're malleable, if they're different than what you expected, that can just take some time to get there. Yeah. Um, you've had an idea of your wedding for a really long time. It sounds like, and you can kind of forget why you have those opinions and Mm -hmm. why you wanted certain things and not let it grow. So when I really wanted a smaller wedding and we were kind of having tension on that, I sat with it for a little bit to think why I wanted that. And it wasn't about the size. It was about, I never wanted to look out and be like, who is that? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know that person. It was like you were trying to capture the vibe, the feeling. Of yeah, like it was intimate. the intimacy. It was the connection. And we had, in my mind, a large wedding. And it felt, I felt so connected to everyone. Even the people yeah. I had not met that were on your side. I knew you knew really well. Your parents knew really well. Yeah. And you knew that was important to me. So you pushed back whenever your parents said, Hey, we want to invite so-and-so. And And you were like, I don't, I'm not close to that person. If Taryn and I, if one of us wasn't very close, if I couldn't lead Taryn through the wedding, go, this is so-and-so, let me introduce you and vice versa. They were not coming to the wedding. Yeah. We were, we had to protect that to make sure that no matter if it was five people or 500 people, it felt intimate. Yeah. So I think challenge yourself on why you have certain feelings is helpful. That's great advice, especially because, bless you, you. especially because at the beginning of our wedding planning, I would have said the same thing verbatim that you did. Second and third cousins, you're all coming. We didn't even invite some of our first cousins Mm -hmm. once I sat with the fact of like, what do I want in a, why do I want a big wedding? And what is the feeling I'm trying to capture? Like Cam said, it was like, I just want the closest of the close people I just happen to have a lot of those people in my life. My parents have a lot of those people. people. You didn't want to go look out and go, I wish so-and-so was here. Yes. And then it opened it up to where I was like, okay, I don't need my third cousin who I see once every 10 years, but I can invite my work friend. Exactly. Who I actually feel very close to. Yeah. And like someone that I think will be in my life for a while. Yeah. So it's like, what kind of big is also a question to answer. And then for your partner, what kind of small is Mm -hmm. like, what does that look like? Is it, they really don't even want their friends there and why like dig, dig and yeah. try to figure out what it is. And if that's the case, like if it's really, cause in my mind, when we went into this, I also didn't want our wedding party standing up there. That felt like a big one. And these are two things that it may look on paper that our compromise was that I didn't get the way I wanted. Cause if it was like wedding party standing up and big wedding, but I got exactly what I wanted because the initial thing was that closeness and we had that no matter how many people were there and the when I said I don't want our wedding party standing up there instead of just saying that and being like well I don't want it you want it I thought why don't I want that and it was in my mind initially the wedding is about you and me and our bond together 
And then Taryn got to share with me that you felt that it's not just about us. It is about the people we love all coming together. And we have always enjoyed that, whether we have a party at our house or mm-hmm. go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. We love having like our friends mingle yep. and come together. Yep. And it was fun having like a three-day wedding. We watched that little circle grow and grow. Yep. And now we have people who we're close with in one area of our life and in another, and they're friends with each other. Totally. And I think once I saw it that way, I was still skeptical for sure. Yeah. But I'm so glad that I didn't hold that too strongly because now looking back and seeing that was so special. I thought it was going to be too cramped. We had three brothers up there, but we had our flowers were like an arch around us and our brothers Mm -hmm. and then our friends off to the side. And even looking out at the audience, I felt like it was a big love bubble. Exactly what I was going to say. And it was so, it would have been, if it was just you and me and somebody up there marrying us, sure. It would have been beautiful and special, but like, it made our moments when we were alone more special. When yeah. we had like a bite to eat after the ceremony, like yep. that alone time meant so much to me because we were surrounded by everyone. But there was like, I felt like there was love just like electrifying us from every angle. And that would have been so sad not to have that. I felt like there were 40 people at our wedding. Yeah. Because of that feeling yeah. of how good we were at being like only the intimate people the people we feel intimately about so supportive so loving it was awesome so there's no cut and dry answer here g but there's a lot of like get to know your partner through this and figure out what it is you guys both want and why you want the things you want yeah and the beautiful part about marrying somebody or just being in a long-term relationship or just partnership in general is that you get to challenge yourself to learn and change from the people the person that you choose like Mm -hmm. it's kind of the point why am I going to pick another person to do life with if I don't want like some of their thoughts to rub off on me in some way so I don't know maybe you will learn something and change your mind just because of the way that they feel about something yeah Um, lead with curiosity yeah I think that is like that's one of the things I value the most in our relationship is watching our minds change on things when we'll come into it and be like, Nope, 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 Nope. I don't agree. I, this is where I'm at. And I know that I'm going to be here. Yeah. And then I'll like see it in one of us of like, damn it. Wait, I I do get that. I do agree with that. Yeah. And watching it change. Like I want to learn from you every day and that's really fun. And I think planning our wedding was a big start to seeing that. Yeah. So use this as a test and go into it like, I want to be good at this. Because it can... What do you mean as a test? What do you mean by that? I mean, that's what you're going to do your whole marriage. Yeah. You are going to be compromising. Someday your kid's going to come home from school if you want to have kids and have a problem. And you're going to both be like, I totally disagree on how to handle this. And you're going to have to go and talk and get on the same page together as a united front. And you're going to have to let those opinions sound. So why not start when you're planning a party? I personally am triggered by the word test to some extent in a relationship. Oh, like I'm yeah. testing you in a relationship. I don't mean it like, like that. Like an exercise. I don't mean it like that. Use yes. it as practice for nice. the bigger things. Can I read you one more story before we go? I would love that. Okay, great. How long is this epi? I don't know. We're already over an hour. Should we save the next story for next time? No, we're going for it. Woo! Long um, epi, long epi. <laughs> so... Southern town gossip that I need to share. Oh, I'm just going to be a quick story and I'm excited about it. Sweet home Alabama vibes. Truly. And they ended it with any hoodlum, which we love to see. Love it. PP. Thank you very much for getting us for getting us. (laughs) Okay. Hi, Kamatarian. 
My name is AJ. I'm 26. I identify as a lesbian. Use she, her pronouns, and am a very dedicated pee-pee. Yes, if you're are, looking AJ. for some southern hometown goss, I've got tea for you. Yes. Tea. Southern. Cute. Cute. Um, so I'm from a small town in the south, and of course, I was raised in the church. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> the church that I... Hallelujah. The church that I went to is one of the three biggest slash most popular churches in the town, and it's typical everyone knows everyone situation. The man that originally started the church, we'll call him Pastor Dan, LMAO, has three daughters. They are now grown adult women, married with children ranging from college age to 30s. Okay, so okay. 18 and up. We're going to sleep with one of the pastor's kids? Let's find out. The oldest sister married another pastor. Oh. So she has, oh, so she and her kids went to his church. Okay, so one sister is at a different church. Church rivalry? The middle and youngest sister have always gone to my church. Okay, so Papa, Pastor Dan, and his Pastor Papa and his two, two the younger two. daughters still go to the church. That this, oldest daughter that our PP goes to traitor. Yes, <laughs> oldest daughter traitor bitch. Um, okay, the youngest sister we can call her Kate with a C is the music director at the church and she, her husband and three kids all sing and participate in every major event that the church does. Cute and creepy all in one. I love it. (laughs) The middle sister, let's call her Carol, her husband and their four kids sit on the front pew every Sunday and are also very involved. Okay. Kate has a best friend, Macy. Best friend. Everyone in the town knew how close they Everyone in the town knew how close they were. Macy watched Kate's kids for years and was just a big part of their family. Macy was diagnosed with breast cancer and Kate and her family and the church too really supported her through this time. Thankfully, Macy went into remission. Some time passed. Everything was fine. And then, oop. Oop. (laughs) Everyone finds out that Carol and her husband are getting a divorce. You want to know why? Macy. Because her husband, Carol's husband, was having an affair with Macy. Oh, no. Yes. Aw, I wanted this to be a lesbian love. So that's like a, that's like a. Macy, what a bitch. Yeah. Yep. Your bestie, Kate, helped you through cancer and you're sleeping with her husband? No, Carol is the other sister. Wait. Oh, youngest best Kate and is Macy sleeping were with the friends. older sister's husband. Okay, okay, yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So a, a little like Kylie Jenner, Jordan Woods situation. You slept with, okay, okay, okay. I'm on. I got it. I got it. Her friend of twenty five years. Being their names confused me. I know. Her has husband of twenty five years was cheating on her with her sister's best friend. Oh, and you want to know how she found out? You ready? How? Oh, oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. He <gasps> butt dialed no! Kate. During sex. While During he sex. was with Macy and their new baby <gasps> and was saying, come to Dada. Not this ending Wait, how did Macy have a whole baby and people didn't know? Was Macy with somebody? Mind you, his and Carol's kids are all 18 to 25-ish. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Men are trash. Any come hoodlum. to Papa. Dada. I, I said Papa. I like it better, Papa. <laughs> I oh, love you both so much and hope this left you as stunned as I did. As it did. No. Me. 
Dude. Wait, I have so many follow-up cues. I By need to- the way, our last que- our last um, PB Goss that we got, last ep, they came back with all of the answers of who won the election. It was a whole thing. And we're not sharing that today? We can get there, but. We don't have time. Well, no, then we're not. Ugh. I'll put it, I'll, I'll, I'll comment Ugh. on the YouTube or on something with like all the answers. Okay, okay. Oh well, my God. I love a cheating scandal. I do. Oh my God. Not when it affects me or anyone I know. No. But the idea of one is fun. I cannot believe she slept with her best friend's sister's husband (laughs) and had a baby with him. Oh my God. Come to Dada is Cucamonga. Not the butt dial and you hear, come to Dada. Ew. The way I would be like, excuse me. Oh my God. The way I would be like, you say Dada. Like, did the baby (laughs) look like him? I'm not mad that you cheated. I'm mad that you said dada. Come to dada. I think everybody says that when it's a, what would you say? Come to dad. Come to father. Come to your father. (laughs) Come to your dear father, child. Come to papa. Okay. Well, that was disturbing. I hope Macy gets what's coming for her. The bitch. I hope Macy gets the Macy's Day Parade. I just, I just don't understand how they had a whole baby and no one knew. That is also, well, maybe it was like she was in the doctor office so much for cancer. But like, did she go through, pre- people knew she was pregnant. Whose baby did they think it was? Dude, did the baby so not come juicy. out and they were like, that looks just like fucking Jake? No. What was his name? I don't think we knew a name. Oh. I don't know. All we knew was Pastor Dan, which we never even got. Nothing happened with Pastor Dan. I, I liked that story because I was introduced to many characters, got invested <laughs> in them, know. and then they did not matter. Yeah. Which I liked. It kept me on my toes. And then I was like, are you going to sleep with one of these daughters? Yeah. Are you breaking up a marriage? And then I was so shocked when it was sisters, cousin, brother, friend. I love church gossip. Love it. It's so scando. So scando. Thank you for listening to another episode of Staying Up. We love you guys. Love you guys. Thanks for coming to Pittsburgh with us. Yeah. We got to go watch Devil Wears Prada. We need to watch Devil Wears Prada and I, we both have to work. Yeah, I don't want to, but yeah. All right. Love you guys. I'm hungry. I'm starving. I'm like, like, since we've been sitting here, it's just My stomach feels like an empty pit. Pit. Pittsburgh. Pit in Pittsburgh. My tummy feels like an empty Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Love you guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.